Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Parents. It's been a little while. Um, took a took a slight vacation, but I am definitely back. Um, uh, as we all know, school is in 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 person session. Should I say? Um, it had been out for quite some time due to COVID nineteen. However. School is now back in. Uh, virtual learning is an option. However, the way that things are going in San Diego, California, um, I believe the teacher only comes on once a week now, which is pretty interesting. Um, I did hear that throughout the week, um, the teacher assigns homework. However, the teacher is not uh, present during Zoom uh, virtual learning sessions. So, um, as far as I'm concerned for my kindergartner, um, the teacher is only present on a Friday. She does assign homework. Um, throughout the week, um, she does assign work, class time work, well, classwork throughout the week. However, uh, due to him being in kindergarten, he only gets on his laptop to do assignments. And then on, I believe it's Friday, the teacher actually comes. I believe the teacher actually comes on to uh, the virtual Zoom or uh, the virtual classroom and talks to everyone. And I believe that that is also a day that the um, that the students who are back in the classroom uh, do not have to actually be there. Um, so yeah, it's pretty interesting um, how everything is set up and how it's definitely an option to uh, do in-class learning or um, virtual learning. However, uh, no one in my household has actually gone back to school to do the um, the in-person learning. That definitely is not going on um, in my household, but it's very interesting because um, I have some friends who have actually let their child go back to school. So um, that child, you know, I have a couple of friends who were like, hey, yeah, you know, actually, that's great that they can go back to school. However, um, I do have a son who is actually um, in the seventh grade and it's a little where the way that their school opened back up, um, their school actually opened back up and it was like, it started off with like two days a week and it was two days a week for, um, two hours a day. And I'm like, okay. Um, unfortunately, unless you are a stay at home mom or an, a, a domestic engineer, as I should say, because staying at home with your children, that's a job too. So I don't want anybody to think that, um, 
that is not a job because that's actually one of the toughest jobs is to stay at home with your children um, during the day. Um, and yeah, a domestic engineer is actually a career. Um, so uh, basically my thoughts on the two hour a day, two day a week uh, in class session um, time was, it was just not enough. I, I was like, are you serious? So we drop you off at 12 and pick you up at two. Like, okay. Or, you know, depending on, you know, how close you live or, you know, the, the age where it's okay to walk back and forth to school. But it's like, seriously, as soon as you get to school and sit down and get comfortable, to me, it's time to go home based on the fact that it's two days a week for two hours a day. And then the full-time uh, track, I guess you could say, uh, for the next 45 days, because school school's technically out in 45 days or less uh, for all students in uh, San Diego, California. Well, I would say in California in general, unless you have to go to summer school. So in, in the event that you have to go to summer school, of course, you're out. Um, in less than 45 days, but then you have to, you may have a week or two out and then you have to, um, go back to school. So class is going to be back in session for those who have to do, uh, summer school. However, a full-time track at my seventh grader school is now it went from two days a week, two hours a day to five days a week, two hours a day, which Again, to me, that kind of defeats the purpose. However, for domestic engineers, that gives them a chance to get their children out of the house. That may be a two-hour break that's absolutely needed. So I get it. However, for um, parents who work a full-time job outside of the home, um, it's kind of difficult to, you know, find you know, kind of, it's kind of difficult to find the time to take off work, not only to drop your child off at school, but then leave work again in two hours to come and pick your child up and then have to find childcare, um, you know, after that, so you can go back and finish your day at work. So, um, I think that not much was taken into consideration when they came up with the schedule for my um, seventh graders school. Uh, because like I said, if you're, if you are working outside of the home and let's say your schedule is from eight to five and your child has to go to school from 12 to two, um, that's going to be quite difficult, um, for you to leave work at 12 and then leave work again at two. Or like I said, maybe you live near the school. Maybe your child is trustworthy to walk home and turn around and two hours later, come back home. So to walk to school, I'm sorry. And then turn around two hours later and walk home. Hey, if that, if that works, it works. But I do know that other parents uh, that I do, that I know personally have said, Hey, what's the purpose? Hey, my son's in kindergarten. What's the purpose in him going to school for two hours? You know, so they're like, okay, well, we're not sending my child back to school because guess what? 
I work full time. I work in the medical industry. And hey, I would have to take off work twice in one day just to get him to school and to get him back. And actually, guess what? That's a waste of my time. And it's a waste of my child's time to go to school for two hours. So you know what? I'll have him stay at home because staying at home and virtual learning is still an option in uh, San Diego, California, and in I think in the state of California overall in certain areas. Now, I'm not going to say the entire state of California because that is absolutely not the case, but I do know like uh, the Corona District and the San Diego District. Um, I know of those two um, personally. Um, there are other districts in the state of California where the kids are going to school um, close to full time. I'm not going to say full time, but it's like I would say 70 mm, percent almost full time or near full time. So uh, like they probably go to school for four to five hours a day as opposed to the two. Um, I think two is a complete waste of time. Um, two hours in, in class because, again, why not just stay on virtual learning if you're going to send your child? Well, as a parent, it's up to you. I mean, but for me, to me, two hours a day in class is a complete waste of time because, like I said, as soon as, a, soon as your student or your child gets in the classroom, gets comfortable, starts learning, it's going to be time to pack up and go, you know, and usually depending on what grade your child is in, settle down time can be anywhere between 10 to 20 minutes, depending on the grade, like you're trying to settle the kids down, you know, especially when they first walk in and they're like talking and socializing and, you know, um, it's kind of, hard to do that um, in a matter of two minutes so they can get straight to the lesson plan. I mean, um, you know, we were all students at one point in time. Um, things were a lot different back then, of course. Um, this virtual learning was not an option. However, I think before COVID, Virtual learning was an absolute option for homeschooling um, your child. So to some parents, you know, virtual learning is not new. Some parents have been homeschooling their child uh, on the computer for years, way before Corona even broke out. So, uh, you know, that's also an interesting topic. Because um, we're like, oh, virtual learning, virtual learning this. You know, some parents hate the experience. Some parents love the experience. Some parents wouldn't care in-class learning or virtual learning. They don't care as long as their child is learning. However, you have parents who have been teaching their child virtually for years. And so for them, it's like, oh, well, this is something that I've always done anyway. So it doesn't matter to me. You have parents who cannot. I mean, I've heard opinions 
several opinions. And um, one of the opinions were of a parent who hates it, who would who just says, you know what, this is ridiculous. I want my child back in the classroom, you know, full time. Um, you know, it's so difficult. Online learning is just difficult. It's just not for my child. And guess what? It is unique to the child in it in the child's learning style. So guess what? If your child's learning style is not virtual learning, then it will not work for your child. If your child excels at virtual learning, hey, that is great. You know, for me, I have one of each. I have one that does not do well at all virtually. I mean, the struggle was real in the beginning of the virtual learning. Uh, you know, when when COVID-19 uh, happened back a year ago, when everything was new, when we were trying to figure this whole thing out, um, I had one child of mine, you know, was just lost. I mean, I had meeting after meeting after meeting with uh, the teachers and the staff at the school due to the fact that he just uh, did not, I mean, he just wasn't catching on. Um, eventually, of course, he did, but it just took some time. I have another child who, I mean, uh, virtual learning is a piece of cake. He's extremely well at it. He knows how to work the computer. He knows how to turn in assignments. He excels. Um, everything's great over there, you know. So I understand how every student is different and their learning style is different. Um, the way that they learn, it's different. Some students are uh, hands-on learners. Some students, you could have hand them a piece of paper and uh, they could read the instructions and do exactly as the instructions say. Some students, you do that too, they're not going to follow the instructions. And it's okay, uh, you know. Uh, but again, it's all about the learning styles of the children and of your child. Because as parents, we have to be advocates um, for our children. So it's uh, very interesting uh, this whole uh, part-time school thing is, uh, you know, I'm, I personally, none of my kids have went back to school because like I said, school's out in less than 40 days. And to me, uh, no one's going to school full time. So they haven't opened up the schools full time. Okay. Um, a couple of hours a day to me defeats the purpose. I am a full-time working mother. Um, I work, I am working from home, but I still need the children away from home in order for me to concentrate, if you know what I mean. Um, I go in the office a couple times a week, but again, I can't have the little ones at home when I'm working because I would hardly get any work done. Um, so yeah, it's very interesting to me. Um, again, I would prefer my all of my children to go to school full time or to just continue the virtual learning. I would like to hear from you. I would like to know your thoughts um, about virtual learning 
and your experience. And if you are a parent who has sent your child back to school, I would like to know how that's going for you and if it's working in your household, because every household is different. Um, I'm sharing with you my experience. I would love to hear yours. Please email me at let's, L-E-T-S, talk, T-A-L-K, parents with an S on the end at gmail.com. Once again, that is let's talk parents at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your experience as we are now going back to school um, and things have changed yet again. Um, and I would also like to know how many hours is your school in session? How many days a week? How many hours and how many days a week is your child's school in session? Because every school seems to be doing something a little different. Um, again, it depends on the grade, uh, your child's grade, uh, your child's school, and your child's school district. But from what I see and understand right now, every district is doing things a little differently. Um, so it, you know, kind of complicates things, I guess. Uh, but I would definitely like to hear from you. Uh, let's talk parents at gmail.com. Uh, parents with an S on the end. Let's L-E-T-S talk parents, no spaces. Let's talk parents at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Thank you all for tuning in and have a wonderful uh, day. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Parents. I am here today to discuss with you, uh, how do you all feel about the all the kids going back to school, this big old controversy regarding, in some states, they are telling the students they don't have to wear a mask. In other states, they are telling them to mask up. Uh, the uh, Pfizer vaccine is now actually available, and it is officially approved by the FDA. And when I say readily available, um, it's always been available. So what I'm saying is, basically, it's now approved by the FDA. So now um, there are mandates that can be put in place to be vaccinated due to the FDA backing the Pfizer um, and biotech or, or some something of the nature, um, the vaccine. So I just read an article on the news today that in New York, all of the teachers actually have are mandated to be vaccinated. There is no opt-out option, which that seems really... Um, bizarre to me because what if for religious reasons you don't want to get vaccinated what if you are um, allergic to what's in the vaccination and you have um, anaphylactic shock or, or something of that nature or it just makes you grossly ill and perhaps you end up in the hospital in the ICU or better yet losing your life so this whole mandate I'm assuming that it came along due to the fact that the FDA, FDA is backing it now so the FDA has a put the stamp of approval on the Pfizer vaccine. So that means a lot. That means that it can now be a regular vaccine that the kids take 
every other year, yearly, um, however, however many times the vaccination is supposed to be given. Um, there have been some rumors of if you have the COVID vaccine, you shouldn't get the flu vaccine anymore. That is so confusing. And I would love a medical professional to be on here to discuss, um, you know, the major side effects of getting the vaccine and the major side effects of the flu vaccine. Well, we all know that the flu vaccine can give you symptoms somewhat of the flu. However, a lot of people take the flu vaccine. A lot of people feel like the flu vaccine is, um, you know, uh, it's great. Other people don't get it. Other people say, I don't want that mess in my body. Other people say, you know, um, I'm just against vaccines. You have, you have some people who are just against vaccines in general. They don't even vaccine their kids. Uh, they don't get their kids vaccinated. So my question to everyone who is listening is, how do you feel about the COVID vaccine? How do you feel about having to be vaccinated, which means it's now going to become mandatory for the United States, I'm assuming. It's starting in New York, but you know everything trickles down to all the other states. And then how do you feel about being vaccinated but still being able to get the get COVID? Um, I guess eventually we'll all get it at some point in our lives. Um, and it's sad to say, and it's like, where did this COVID come from? Um, apparently, it's been around for quite some time. However, um, it just started infecting people and actually becoming very harmful to human beings here in the last couple of years. Um, we never heard about the COVID vaccine. Uh, we never have been put on like a stay at home order from like the government before. Well, not since I've been alive and that's been a while. So I just want to know what everybody's takeaway is of the vaccine. I know some people are pro vaccine. I know some people are against it. I know there are pros and cons to the vaccine. Um, and so what's very interesting to me is um, there are a lot of people who don't want the vaccine. Um, more than I thought, which to me, getting the vaccine is a personal choice. If you decide to get it, kudos to you. If you decide not to get it, kudos to you. That's not my business. What you choose to do with your body is not my business. Um, so don't force it down anyone's throat to either be vaccinated or not to be vaccinated because it is a personal choice. But soon it's going to be mandated by the government that we all get vaccinated. So that is definitely coming through the pipeline. And I just, I feel that, I feel that we will definitely be mandated to be vaccinated in, um, in America. I'm not sure what they're going to do in other countries because that's not any of my concern. Um, I find it very interesting how some parents are telling their kids to go in the classroom without a mask. And, you know, then you have parents who are telling their child, hey, wear your mask. I know in... California, most schools are requiring their are requiring the children to wear a mask all day, every day. Then you have some southern states like Mississippi and Alabama and Texas and others who, you know, are anti-mask. Um, and believe it or not, just because you don't have any symptoms of COVID, just because you feel like you felt every other healthy day of your life and You've tested positive. Let's be clear. 
if you don't wear your hand, if you don't wash your hands, if you don't wear your mask, if you don't sanitize throughout the day and you're around people, and it doesn't even have to be a large amount of people. It could be the people in your home with you. It could be a small group of people that you're going out to the movies with, hanging out at the mall with. What, However you decide to socialize, what's happening is you're passing it. <clears throat> Just because you feel like, ooh, I feel great. Even though my COVID test said I was positive, I feel great. I don't have to. Uh, you know, do anything because I have it. And, you know, no, you can still pass it. You can still give it to everyone around you. You can still transmit the disease from one person to another, whether you feel great or you don't. And for those of you out there who have been exposed and say, oh, I I feel great, so I'm not going to go get tested. Well, if everyone around you tests positive, I would say... Go get tested. What is it going to hurt? If you don't have it, great. Your immune system is awesome. Just because you're vaccinated and you've been exposed does not mean that you cannot get COVID. Uh, So please, if you have been around people and several people that you've been around, one or two or more, have been telling you that they're positive, they've tested positive, and you know that you were in their immediate space, meaning sitting right next to them, perhaps with your, without a mask on, perhaps having dinner, perhaps hanging out in your living room, watching a good show, talking, and you did not have any PPE on, or you did not have on your mask, and you were in their immediate, you know, uh, uh, space, meaning you're not six feet apart. You're closer than that. So if you are exposed to COVID and you have the vaccination and you are not having any signs or symptoms, please, please go get tested. You can get tested at several different locations for free. I mean, testing doesn't hurt. I mean, I went and got tested and guess what? It was not a horrifying experience. It was great. I was in and out. And they don't do anything to hurt you when they test you. It's absolutely simple and it's free. So I advise everyone who has been exposed, whether you are vaccinated or not, if somebody was in your immediate comfort zone, meaning you are not six feet apart, meaning you have been around that person without a mask and they call you and say, hey, I just tested positive for COVID. Please go get tested. Even if you are vaccinated, unvaccinated, you don't have any signs or symptoms, you feel wonderful. Guess what? You're asymptomatic. But guess what? You can still spread it. So when you're going to work and when you're um, around your family members and when you're, you know, even your immediate family members, let's say a lot of people still aren't socializing. Some people are maybe working from home and you might have children in the house or you might have a significant other. Well, guess what? If you've been exposed you have it and you decide to not go get tested because you feel fine, you're asymptomatic, you can spread it to everyone in your home. So it's getting tested for COVID is very important. And like I said, there are several locations 
that you can go test for free. You could even drive up. You don't even have to get out your car no more. You could just drive up. What a convenient way to get tested. What a convenient way to find out in 24 hours or less if you are negative or positive. And if you are, you know what to do. If you're if you have COVID, it states it all over the news. You can go to the CDC website. When I tell you there is so much information about COVID, now what I will say is when you Google, be very careful, go to credible websites because Google can mess you up. The internet can mess you up. The internet can have you thinking just about anything, about anything. So make sure that the sites you go to are credible um, and make sure that if you are going out of the house and you are around people, please protect yourself. Please wear your mask. Please have your sanitizer handy. And, and in the event that you do feel like you're untouchable because some people feel like they're just untouchable. Some people, some people really think that COVID does not exist. And it's, it's absolutely astounding to me how people can think that COVID does not exist. But there are people out there who think that this is just a big, um, just a big, uh, let's see, falsehood, I guess you could say. It's a big falsehood. COVID is false. No one has COVID. This is this is false. This this was something created and people are just going crazy about it. No, I'm here to tell you COVID is very real. Very, very real. So trust me when I say COVID does not discriminate. COVID is here and it seems as though it's here to stay. It's been here for what, two years now, going on two years now. So and actually it's been around longer than that. We're just now hearing about it. We're just, people are just now getting sick. You know, hundreds of thousands of people have died from COVID. And so when people say that they don't believe that COVID exists, it's mind boggling to me because it's like, do you need to go visit a a, a COVID ward at a hospital to believe that it's real? Or do you just need to get COVID yourself to believe that it actually does exist? I mean, what is it going to take? And the kids... Certain ages cannot be vaccinated. I don't think I don't think if you're 12 and under or 12 and over, you can 11 and under there. You can't get vaccinated yet. I'm hoping that the Pfizer vaccine, because it's been approved by the FDA, that changes things. But just think about babies. OK, there are newborn babies who get covid. There are one year olds who get covid. There are two year olds who get covid. Covid is real. Five year olds, six year olds. Anybody can get COVID. No one is uh, exempt. No one's exempt from catching COVID, period. Like it it can start from a two-day-old baby can contract it all the way up until a 112-year adult in all ages in between. It does not discriminate. Please be safe. Please, please, please keep our children who are starting the new school year, who have already started the new school year in your thoughts, because guess what? They have to go out every day and be at a school with hundreds of people. Um, they have to sit in a classroom, you know, and it's it's very hard for our children to wear masks all day. I mean, this whole masking, it's even hard for some adults, including me. Like, I don't enjoy wearing a mask every day all day, but guess what? I do it because I don't need I don't only need to protect myself. I need to protect others. I need to keep others safe from this COVID. 
And in the event that anyone tests positive, you should absolutely quarantine. You should absolutely do what's expected of you. You should not test positive and be out partying or go to a concert or go to a large crowd. Go, you know, and remove your mask. No, you know, there are people who do that, believe it or not. There are people who are asymptomatic who just spread it. And it's sad. It really is sad. It's sad that you don't want to quarantine. It's 